0: Nice article in the Managing Madrid uh, blog. They're wonderful lads that do a great job there. And it's worth reading about that man there. So we better
1: Hello and welcome to a Monday edition of the Managing Madrid podcast. It is El día después, of course, two days after the game. This is a semi-regular segment that Lucas Navarrete and I like to throw on on the Mondays just to go over some talking points so that they don't linger. News fast, news moves really fast in the Real Madrid universe. The game is already old news. We got Carlo Ancelotti press game uh, press conference today, pregame press conference for tomorrow's trip to. Real Sociedad, so we'll tackle that and some other stuff in about twenty minutes or so. And of course, joining me with his Denver Nuggets hat is Lucas Navarrete. Lucas, how you doing, man?
0: Again, I'm doing fine. A happy, a happy camper after the the first game after Game One. So hopefully we keep this up. Uh, that's a big win. Big win yeah, over huge, huge. a
1: Phoenix team who has some questions on their defense, and Jokic looks. Like Jokic, Murray looks like playoff Murray. Exactly, things are looking good, man. Things are looking good. Um, yeah, second, double, the second round is is looking really fun. Yeah, a yeah. lot of good matchups. I think definitely.
0: You know, Sixers, Celtics. Sixers, Celtics. A little bit uh, of a of a disappointment after it seems that Embiid will miss a, at least a few. So we'll see. That's uh what makes most of like s- supposedly
1: fun sporting events. Yeah, that's disappointment sucks, is always injuries yeah. when, when like, especially in this day and age, I feel like they're injured more than ever. There's so much yeah. breakdown, and uh, you just never know night to night who's healthy, who's not. Uh, Lakers Warriors also very tasty for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so before people log off because we're talking about NBA too much, let's talk about Ray Madrid stuff. Um, but we can actually transition the NBA stuff <laughs> nicely to. Maria, I'm just tough because today, in what was maybe the most unexpected crossover that I was certainly was not on my radar. Someone asked Carlo Ancelotti about Giannis Antetokounmpo's uh, postgame quotes the other day. So obviously this went viral. Giannis and the Bucs were eliminated from NBA contention after losing to the Heat in the first round very unexpected. They were the first seed. Heat were the eighth seed. This is obvious stuff. Everyone knows this, but just in case you guys don't follow NBA listening to this, it was a big upset. And after the uh, after the game, Giannis was asked. Uh, I, I don't actually remember what the framing of the question was, but Giannis, who arguably is the best player in the world. I know Lucas would disagree and say it's, <laughs> it's uh, Jokic, but arguably the best player in the world. Um, You know, the fact that he lost a first round when he was the first seed is is kind of a stain on his resume. But he went on to say, look, Michael Jordan um, play, won six rings but also did not win nine of those seasons. And it's not a failure and it's more likely that you'll lose than, than win. Ancelotti's quotes, before I pass it along to you, Lucas, was this. Um, quote, what Giannis said was spectacular. I have nothing to add. I agree 100% with them. You can't speak about failure in sport or in life. Failure only happens when you don't try to give your best. But if you do give your all, it is never a failure. Not only in sports. Sometimes it works out well. Sometimes it doesn't. You lose a lot more than you win in sports. I may have won many titles, but I'd need a whole house and not a cabinet for all the trophies. I haven't won. End quote. Where are you on this Uh spectrum on failure and all this stuff?
0: I'm not. Look, I agree with the fact that it's obviously not a failure to lose. Like It's okay to accept defeat uh, in sports and, and in life in general. But on the other hand, to me, how you lose or even the opposition to uh, who you lose is uh, is important, and in this case, I don't think uh, Giannis should uh, escape any kind of uh, blame here or any kind of you know straightforward answer here. I think it's a failure for the backs to to go out of the first round against uh, against Miami the way they did also considering you know the fact how they lost all their all these leads in the in the fourth quarter and and all that so i do think uh, this is a failure in in this particular case if we're talking about other seasons where milwaukee didn't win the ring and all that that's debatable but in this particular case i think you can i think it's fair to say that you know the bucks failed Against a very inferior opponent, when they had them, definitely the best team of the of the two, quite possibly the best team in the West in the Eastern Conference as well, and you know losing these big leads in in the fourth quarter and in in crunch time with Janis also missing like thirteen free throws, I think in the in the decisive game, you know, to me to me this should not I would not sugarcoat uh, this particular defeat and. I'm more than fine with the journalist uh, considering this uh, particular defeat uh, a failure. Yeah, it's a failure to me. Uh, like, And there's probably two threads of conversation here.
1: One is the, what happened to Giannis, and then there's the other context of Angela talking about sports failures in general, right? The Giannis thing was a huge failure to me because you are the one seed, you have a better team, you are lauded as arguably the best player, potential MVP. And you're going into this series as a leader, uh, you know, you're the leader of the team. You, and his numbers were not that bad, by the way, like, Mm -hmm. you know, his numbers were actually good, but I think his decision-making, his failure to shoot some open shots, a lot of this stuff. And and Milwaukee as a whole failed in that series. And I don't think that's just a stain on his resume. And I like, without wanting to offend, like a lot of people who I think are with regards to this conversation um are, you know, there there are two different ends of the spectrum, Lucas. One is like there are there are sets of fans who who say, absolutely, this is true. I'm glad Giannis spoke about it. Glad that we're talking about this and, and Steve Kerr coming out and agreeing with him, also. Carlo Ancelotti and an unexpected crossover coming out and agreeing with him. I don't think it's wrong to think that. But There is also the other end of the spectrum. A lot of people say loser mentality. Mm -hmm. Uh, What would Jordan himself say about this? He would probably consider those nine seasons a failure. And I think, to be quite honest, the answer is really depending on what your expectations are for yourself and for the season. It's absolutely true that at the end of the day, only one team wins the championship. That's it. There are a lot of great teams who miss out. You just can't win them all and you can't win everything. And sometimes it'll come down to a bounce that goes either way. I refer to this often as a Raptors fan. What happens if Kawhi Leonard's shot yeah. against the Sixers in game seven at the buzzer bounces mm-hmm. one millimeter the wrong way because it bounced like around the rim eight times? Yeah, yeah. Like, eight I times. look, I love Kawhi, but like I'm a huge Raptors fan and I will never forget that moment. But a lot of that is like, oh my God, thank God that went in and the the physics behind that and the way it bounced like that's completely out of everyone's control we just it just went down that way that was an incredibly difficult series and if that doesn't happen uh all of a sudden the raptors probably go from not winning the championship to or winning the championship to probably exiting right there mm-hmm. and then obviously there were other dominoes and stuff with with injuries to the opponents the real madrid perspective is what happens if courtois doesn't save the penalty against Messi. You and I have talked about this. Is that a failure? All of a sudden, because you probably don't win the Champions League in that moment if that doesn't happen. So there are just variables, and in the end, there's only one champion, and there are there is some luck that goes with it, regardless of, um, regardless of how great a team is and how much they deserve to win the titles. Every champion does deserve luck, and sometimes you know you get more luck than others. That that's just a reality. But I do think that. I do think that the particular context of Giannis is a failure. Mm-hmm. So we can say that both things are true. We can say that in sport, there are times where you lose and it's not a failure. You do everything you can in your power to win and you just don't have enough in the tank, or the other team is just deservedly better. And what else can you do? But I,
0: you know, you can't lose to the eight seed, in my opinion. Exactly. Exactly. That's a failure. Not the way you did. Not the way you did, at least. I mean, you it happens pretty much every not every single year, but it happened. it's happened like four or five times in the history of the league. But you know, it's happened in the past. It's you can say maybe it's not a complete failure, you know, if the HC has had bad luck during the regular season and all that, but in this particular uh, case, in this particular stance, you know, again, uh, not not Ancelotti shooting free throws. Obviously, Giannis missing uh, 13, 14 free throws by the end, giving up possession on the on, on the very last uh, possession of the game to let the unexperienced Grayson Allen shoot the decisive shot instead of him trying to take it. All that you know this this was a failure it's, uh, and and it's happened you know i can find examples of uh, for real madrid uh, similar to this particular case which could be considered a failure as well it, it, this doesn't mean that every time you lose is a failure indeed as you said you know you there are cases where the opponent is better than than you you tip your hat and and move on and try to 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 become a better team for next season but in, there are some other very obvious and, and clear examples where, you know, your own quality as a team, your own quality as a player uh, suggest that you should uh, definitely be able to overcome at least uh, certain uh, opposition and certain uh, hurdles. than. The, that in the end you you weren't able to. And for example, you know this season definitely wasn't a, a failure for for the Thunder. You know for the Oklahoma City Thunder, they, a young, inexperienced team, up and coming, lost in the in the playing tournament. In the end, they lost and they will not win win the ring. But obviously, expectations for the Bucks and the and the Oklahoma City Thunder should be should be very different. And and Janis is uh, translating and saying these uh, quotes as if you know. Losing is losing, period. And no, there are different ways of of losing. There are obviously different goals for teams involved. And if Osasuna lose the Copa del Rey final, it will not be a failure of a season for them. And on the other hand, if Real Madrid lose the Copa del Rey final, I think we can all agree on the fact that it would be a failure. So I don't agree with uh, with this um, sentiment that Janice seems to be expressing that, you know, Losing is losing, period. And, you know, it doesn't matter the way you lose and to who you lose and what happens in that defeat.
1: Yeah. And again, I think it goes back to who you are when you say this. And I, with I'm realizing the risk of, you know, what it sounds like, you know, we're kind of sitting here from our house calling the yeah, Greek yeah. Feek a, fail, a, a failure, which is insane. <laughs> like, really, to be honest, like the guy would step on us. So, respectfully, I just, I guess my point is. It really depends on what standard you have for yourself. Um, I think when we're talking about... And this, again, to tie Real Madrid into this, when we're talking about Real Madrid, when we're talking about Cristiano Ronaldo, when we're talking about Lionel Messi, when we're talking about Michael Jordan, when we're talking about Larry Bird, these are the the entities who would consider it a failure if they didn't win something. Mm -hmm. It is completely fine for most average people, more, most average athletes or even really good athletes or really good people at their job to to fail. And that's not a bad standard to have. It's just that some people have a higher standard and and that's partly because they're genetically gifted. It's also partly because they dedicate their entire life to a craft and they're the very, very best at what they do. Those guys just have different standards than... Um, the run of the mill. And that's part of the reason why they get paid the most. That's why they have absolutely. the most followers. That's why they're the biggest stars. And so I just think like what Giannis, for Giannis in particular, he cannot, and by the way, the flip side of this, I have so much respect for Jimmy Butler because the guy is just absolutely, absolutely menace. Absolute mm-hmm. menace. I feel like he's so underrated because of all these yes, playoff sir. series, he shows up. Um, But I like I think Giannis' standard cannot be holding himself to x random star like he can't he has to hold himself to the jordan standard the lebron standard the Shaq kobe standard and not to like a random star standard
0: especially when you're surrounded with uh, the players he's surrounded with you know, when you're surrounded with uh, two potential Defensive Player of the of the Year candidates in in Holiday and Brook Lopez, also Middleton, great player in my opinion, great depth for for the Bucs. It's not like he's playing by himself. You know, it's not like these years where Kobe was pretty much isolated in the lake uh, with the Lakers after Gasol uh, left Los Angeles and all that. You know, the greats can lose. If they are not surrounded with other good players, you know, and and this could happen to Janis, but it's definitely clear for e- anyone watching and paying attention to the nba that you know this is not the case for for the Milwaukee bucks they were definitely the candidates to win to win the title as they wanted even two years ago they actually improved uh, their team a little bit from from the one they had uh, two years ago so this is why it should be considered a failure and i find it also ridiculous and that the part where he actually compared uh, his situation with the uh, with the reporter's own situation, you know, saying, oh, if you're not getting a promotion by the end of the year, are you also, uh, is that year also a failure for you? Yeah, it's not Come the on, same man. thing. It's definitely not the same thing, you yeah. know. It's, it, 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 I have no control, no decision on, on whether or not I'm getting a promotion. You actually have control over whether or not you're missing 13 free throws in a decisive game, you know, it's... Uh, it's definitely not the same situation, and that's a part where 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 he lost me. Uh, oh, by the way, I just you know, but he kind of clarified this part of the, of his answer by the end of the of the of his uh, speech, saying that it wasn't personal. You know, it cleared the air a little bit after what seemed to be a, pers- a bit of a personal shot against the journalist. I'm sure he's also emotional after a loss. Absolutely, keep, absolutely. Yeah. No, nothing against Janis. Nothing yeah. against Janis. I'm just I just don't agree with uh, with his speech. In this particular context, in this particular, with what transpired in the in the series and in this context, and I don't find it appealing that other big sports uh, personalities are aligning so easily with this speech. You know, the the coach of Real Madrid's coach, Ancelotti, should probably acknowledge the fact that this Liga season has been a failure. Yeah, you know? Giannis, by the way, uh, one of. I'm obviously,
1: we don't know him personally, but everything we've heard and everything he said, he's one of the nicest stars. No. Um, yes, sir. So I again, nothing against Giannis, but I, you know, he has his opinion. He has his way of you looking at it after a, a probably a heartbreaking loss for him. Um, and by the way, like I've seen people like ask because Managing Madrid posted the the quote about Carlo, and people are like, "Who's Giannis?" Like, guys, just just so you know, it's not a flex not to know Giannis. I don't care if you like basketball or not, please know one of the great athletes of our time, the Greek freak. He is an absolute um, chiseled Greek God and you should look him up and look at his highlights if you, if you don't like basketball. He is absolute peak, peak, peak physical ability. You need to know who he is. Um, but I just want to bring this back to Real Madrid for a second. If Real Madrid lose to City, for example, mm-hmm. the, it's a, it's a failure. And it's not necessarily because of losing the city. It's because the league was a disaster. Right. The season so will be a failure. The season yeah. as a whole is a failure. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. absolutely.
0: Um, yeah, so that's the standard we need to have. Absolutely. Um, not, not the defeat against City. The defeat against City can happen. Yeah. But what cannot happen is uh, losing the La Liga title the way, the way you did. Not losing La Liga title, period. Losing La Liga title the way you did. Not competing at all for the last two months. So I think Ancelotti should acknowledge this as well. And and admit that, you know, in some instances, there's failure in sports when you not win. Yeah.
1: Um, okay, so full post game quotes are on managing.com from Carlo. Um, did you see Chabi's quotes today?
0: No, we didn't have the chance to. Uh,
1: he was asked like eight times about Real Madrid in, the, in his own pregame press conference they play against also soon to tomorrow. And uh, one of the things he said was that the I mean, I don't want to paraphrase. Let me just bring it up. (laughs) How about that? Um, So he was, he talked about Real Madrid a bunch of times because he was asked about them. But here's the quote Um, We professionals know that La Liga is won by the best team, the most solvent, the one who has had the most continuity. The KO competitions are more unfair. Um, he also said, "We congratulate Real Madrid for the league title last year."
0: Do you agree? Uh, he's obviously just uh, trying to, uh, yeah, to to improve uh, and to increase the value of Barcelona's La Liga title. You know, it's it's just what he's trying to do, and it happens every time when whenever a team fails <laughs> or doesn't achieve success in uh, in in the European uh, cups. That and they do in the in the domestic titles. They always say that you know La Liga is always uh, way more important than the Champions League because uh, it takes consistency to win them and all that. So by complimenting Real Madrid for what they did last season, he's just basically trying to uh, increase the value of Barcelona's uh, La Liga season without you know taking into account the way they fell in the in the Champions League and the Europa League. In my opinion, that's just what he's trying to do. Now, look, I, I'd be
1: curious to know what the narrative would be from Xavi and Pep, because Pep says this all the time, too. Mm-hmm. What would their narrative be if they were winning the Champions League instead of the leagues? Would they reverse the script? That's Absolutely. what I would be. I wouldn't want to know, if they'd be consistent on that. You know what I
0: mean? Nah. They um, would just be saying, we we defeated the, the toughest opponents in, in world football. We proved we are the better. Well... To be fair, Zidane himself has said the league is harder to win. Yeah.
1: But the way I view it is that I measure greatness based on the Champions League, in part because I I think it's the most impressive feat. And don't get me wrong, being consistent is very impressive. The most impressive feat to me is how players react when the stakes are really high and the pressure is really high, how they re- react on the psychological level. How they can transcend those moments, and also I always measure greatness by this silly formula that, or the silly hypothetical that if the aliens landed tomorrow and you had to beat them, who would step up? And that's that's how I measure greatness, to be quite honest. And that's it's why definitely yeah. That's it. No, Gre-
0: that. Yeah, greatness is not defined by showing up in a cold uh, December night in Getafe. You might win. You may win La Liga by showing up in that game. And, and, and Real Madrid have failed in these instances many times in the past. That's why they are not successful in La Liga. But definitely, greatness is not defined by, by that uh, stick, in my opinion. Greatness is defined by who saves, uh, who makes the saves in the Champions League final against Liverpool when they are. Pretty much uh, putting you under siege. Who scores uh, two goals in two minutes to to save the day in a, in the Champions League semifinals? Definitely, it's not defined by defeating Getafe on a cold de- December night. Yeah, and I, I just want to make it clear:
1: I it's not an excuse for bad league performances. No. Real Madrid should absolutely do way better in the La Liga and improve on their consistency because it's shameful. Um, yes, sir. But. But I'm just—it's kind of two separate conversations. I also take issue with his word wording of "quote unfair" that it's the knockout stages is unfair. Maybe you can say sometimes there's luck involved or whatever, but it's not unfair that Real Madrid beat them four-one on aggregate in the club. But That's not "quote-unquote" unfair. They deserve like people deserve to go through when they go through in 99% of the cases, and uh, I take issue with that that particular wording of, of what he said there
0: yeah xavi uh, has done this for the last decade or so every time they lost even when he was a, when he was a, a, a player he was saying that football uh, football lost today whenever real madrid beat barcelona you know this is uh, this is xavi at, at his best which is shouldn't pay attention to him yeah and look i honestly think xavi has been
1: much more Tolerable than I thought he was going to be. I agree. I agree. Like, I, expected from, yeah, from, I expected worse. Yeah, I expected worse. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I I also think that Ancelotti and Zidane are two coaches that almost because of how dignified they are, they they command respect from opposing coaches. You know, like. Mm-hmm. Pep and Xavi have said nothing about nothing but great things about both of those guys continually, and same with every manager we face. Some managers that we've had in the past, you can probably guess who they are. Don't maybe evoke the same feeling. So I think I I think Ancelotti himself his mannerisms and and the way yeah. he is, Zidane himself, kind of naturally diffuses a lot of situations. I think possibly, yeah, yeah. That's just the way I read it. Um, I have to
0: go, Lucas. But do you have anything else you want to squeeze in here? Not really, just looking forward to the Copa del Rey final. Finally, uh, a meaning, a meaningful game. We should all forget that, you know, Real Madrid play tomorrow against Real Sociedad <laughs> it will be a very boring and dual game once again. So, you know, relevant and meaningful football is back uh, next Saturday and also the following uh, Tuesday, for sure, with uh, with the first leg we're all waiting for.
1: Yep, and you will be there, uh, first leg. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, hopefully you have another magical night, at the Bernabeu. Uh, yeah, uh, that was something I wanted to squeeze in at the end, but I can't remember what it was. Oh, this is it. Uh, Tomorrow night after the game, you can hop on Zoom with us uh, for a post-game podcast after Real Sociedad. And more fun than that is the week after, after the Manchester City game, you can also hop on Zoom with us one hour after the game to break that down with us live on the podcast to access the Zoom calls patreon.com slash managing you must be a patron so don't delay that action go become a patron right now as you're listening to this and make sure you get in on the zoom calls um because those are those are really special and a, a, an honor for us also to be on the calls with you guys it's really fun lucas thanks man i appreciate you, it Ian. good luck with the nuggets Take yes care. sir thank Peace. you bye All right, thanks for listening, guys. And before we send you along, on your way, we wanted to give a quick shout-out to our patrons over on Patreon.com slash ManagingMadrid. We've revved up the content over on Patreon like crazy. It's at an all-time high. Almost everything is there. Join the family. Don't miss any bonus content. Make sure you're a patron. And we wanted to give a quick shout-out to our $10 plus patrons specifically because if you pledge $10 or more per month, not only do you get... Access to all of our bonus content, but you also get guaranteed responses to your questions. So, shout out to these $10 plus patrons as follows: Brandon Alvarez, Willie Reed, Will Sousa, Wei Paring, Wamik Jamal, Tobias Royal Botcher, Taleb salhab Tahmid Kalam, wani Somanchu Singh, Sheikh Hatiri, Sergio Arispe, Santos Solrosano, samuli e. justin Justin, Samerzi, Said Mahad, Sai Mohan Sasi Kumar. Sad Omar, Rodrigo Balmaceda, Rishi D, Phoenix, Peter Powell, Paulo Fierro, Patrick Diafati, Oscar Barrera, Nicole Laxo, Nicholas Moeller, Nick Ribeiro, Nelson Masariego, Naveen Babu, Ramesh Babu, Mowgli, MJ Diego, Michael Zinberg, Maren Myrtle, uh, Matthew Atkins, Martin Ridman, Magnus Lext, Logan Stahl, Leon Stavernakis, Kunal Tilakar, Crystal Glass, Kevin Rivera, Jose Cruz, John Fernandez, Jeff Soa, Jason Fitz, Jacob P., Ian Marley, H.M., Graham Gerard, Gary Kohut, Frederick Rantakiro, Frederick Sundros, S.A. Davisito, Ernesto Gutierrez Vargas, Eloy Enriquez, Edward Sossman, Daniel Williams, Connor McMorrow, Christian Toff, Christian Acosta, Charles Williams, Brendan Powers, Brandon Stevens, Ashik Peshar, Arnav Mukherji, Armand Gashi, Armando L, Anthony Tharp, Anirud Singh, Andres Silvestre, Ananya Kumar, Alex Steiberg, Azaz Hussein, Adrian Rios, Adar Zalokovich, Adam Dorsey, Bella Chow, Varun, Ramtin Magrur, Manaf Al Haddad, Fabian Moreno, and Daniel Smith. Absolute legends. Thank you so much, guys. We appreciate you. Appreciate the support. Look forward to continually growing this family with you guys. And hala mari. Sports social podcast network.
0: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver?